Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio. And our show today is called Busting the Myths About Intuition Exercises. If you want to improve your intuition skills, you need to exercise using your intuition. The definition of an exercise is something that is something's practiced in order to develop or improve a skill or a capability. That's an exercise. So if you want to exercise your intuition, you're going to need to practice using it. Now, I've always said intuition exercises are the quickest way to develop your intuition mastery. And the key is to know the best way to exercise your intuition. And I found out what the best way is after many years of research and study and actually exercising my own intuition uh, and helping others exercise theirs. And I figured out what really works and what doesn't work. And if you search for intuition exercises on the internet, you're going to find dozens and dozens of articles recommending lists of exercises, quote, exercises for your intuition. And many of those items on that list are not actually intuition exercises. In fact, I love to kind of search on it myself to find out what's out there. And and, uh, a lot of them have similar themes, uh, but they're really not intuition exercises. For example, meditation is one. Being in nature is another. Or they might say, notice your feelings, notice your thoughts. Be creative and, of course, pay attention to your dreams. So these are not intuition exercises. And while these might help you be slightly more sensitive to your intuition, they're not really good for exercising your intuition, which is what we really want to do if you want to hone your skill and get to be better. And that's how you do get better. You must exercise, practice. Uh, Otherwise, um, you'll never get better. Now, there are a few misconceptions out there about intuition, and these particular misconceptions I get questions about all the time. And uh, I call them the top three myths. So let me bust these myths for you. There's the three of them. Number one, you need to clear your mind or make your mind a blank. You don't really, that's, this is a myth. You don't really need to empty your mind or stop thinking or try to stop thinking. It's nearly impossible to stop yourself from thinking. And if you try to stop thinking, you're just going to find yourself getting really frustrated. What you'll end up do is what you end up doing is thinking about how you're not supposed to be thinking, 
or you sh- or there you go you're, again you're thinking about not thinking I, and i don't really know exactly how to make your mind a blank i'm not quite sure what that means so but you don't need to do that so that's the good news you don't need to clear your mind um you need to have an openness which uh, i do talk about how to be open um which is really in brief what happens when you ask a question you really want to know the answer to. So you just pause for a moment and you're open, you're waiting for an answer. But you're not not thinking. So um, let's go on. So, so number two. Number two, the second myth is you have to be in a light trance to hear your intuition. Now, a lot of people ask me this question and they ask me, do I need to be in any special state of mind to receive my intuition messages? And... The answer is no special state of mind is necessary. And now that being said, if you have an overactive, very busy mind, it, it, it will be a little harder for you to notice your intuitive thoughts or feelings. Um, and again, the best state to be in is that open state where you're wh- ready to receive whatever comes, anything that comes. And that means anything you see, feel, hear, or think. But you don't need to be in a light trance. You don't need to be in a meditative state. Uh, you, in fact, your intuition talks to you all the time. And when it does, uh, you're not necessarily meditating. I think sometimes people say that you need to do that because then it's, it's more of a quiet mind. But you don't have to worry about being so still in your mind or in a meditative state. In fact, I've discovered this through my own experimentation and trying it out that if I try to receive messages while I meditate, it doesn't really always work for me. Uh, Sometimes I get an intuitive message in my meditation, but it's not very common. But I do find that you can't be in a meditative state to use a technique. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit, about how you need an intuition technique to work with your intuition to make it happen and to receive messages and also to be able to understand what it's telling you. So no light trance, no meditation, um, no alpha state. It's, you're, you're really a little more beta. So, which is, and you know, if you don't understand that, that's fine. I, I talk about that a little bit, the states of mind and meditation, what it means, um, but you don't need to worry about any of that. So that's number two. Number three, the third myth, is you have to look for signs everywhere. Because once you ask your intuition to give you, or the universe, or your guides to give you a message, you've got to look for the signs everywhere to, for them to communicate with you or for you to get intuitive information. And you do not have to do that. You don't have to look for the signs. Now, while your intuition and the universe can send you signs and symbols as messages, you don't have to look for them all the time. And I find sometimes people get overwhelmed with wanting to find the answer. They want to get that answer. And so they end up looking for signs all over the place. They're looking for numbers. They're looking for feathers. They're looking for coins. Um, and when they find them, they feel, oh, that's a message. But they don't really quite know what it means. Um Now, you don't have to do that. That's the good news. Uh, Signs are often just signposts along the way that are telling you things are okay and for you not to worry. 
a lot of times people kind of try to read more into things that they believe are signs, which are not really signs. They're just wishful thinking. And that's, if you try to read too much into things around you that being signs, you're going to get into a bit of trouble because the signs most of the time aren't really giving you a lot of information other than you're on the right track. And sometimes it's a little difficult to understand what it means. Of course, you know, it's a little tempting because you could see a sign and then you feel, oh, there's a sign. So, yes, everything's on the right track, but that also means A, B, C, and D, and that I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. And it's it's a little hard to link those things. So don't you don't have to look for signs everywhere. So here are three intuition exercise tips that can help you find good intuition exercises or make up your own exercise. So we just talked about three myths. Let's talk about some tips that you can do to have a good exercise or or create one. You can actually create lots of intuition exercises. Um, They're fun to make up. And you can find situations where you're at to, wherever you are, to create one. Talk about it again. A good intuition exercise is going to produce results that you can validate. So what do I mean by that? Well, an intuition when you do an exercise and you believe you're receiving intuitive information, you want to be able to later validate whether that information was right or not. If you can't validate it, you'll never know whether your intuition was working or not. Does that make sense? You want to know whether it's really working. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, okay, the three things. Okay, here are the three tips. Number one, a real intuition exercise will have a trigger that it can respond to. So what does that mean? Well, the simplest trigger is to ask your intuition a question. Again, meditation, while it's a good practice to calm your mind and help notice your intuitive messages, is not a good intuition exercise because you're not really triggering your intuition. You're just just going into a meditative state, but nothing's really triggering it. By asking your intuition a question, you're triggering your intuition to respond, and your intuition will always respond. So that's that's why it's good to you. And that's why we do, as we do intuitive exercises, we do, uh, we do ask questions. Another good trigger might be intuitively sensing energy in a room or a place. Sometimes you can sense, for example, the people that have been there in the past, if there was a, an intense argument um, or if people were very um, joyful in a particular place. You can actually feel that energy and then you can validate it by finding out more about the place, the space. Um, I'll tell you a short little quick story. Uh, One time I was in a, it was actually um, a convent and where, where the nuns are. And we were looking at it for renting some space and I was with uh, my assistant and we were wandering through. It's really, it looks like a big, house uh, or a mansion and when you walk in and so it's kind of hard to tell what things are and where hallways lead and so on and they, the people there allowed us to walk around and, and 
explore the space. And we were walking down a hallway and past a another hallway on our, our left. And something felt really good down there. I didn't know what it was, but I could feel it. I could feel the energy. It was very, it was, it was really um, what I, I know to be a very positive energy, an energy that is very filled with what I call blessings and I find it very attractive. It was and it's it was very intense. I was kind of surprised. So what I did was um we walked down that hallway to find out what it was. And it was a long hallway that kind of wound around and so you couldn't really see at the end of or what it was. And as we walked went around the bend, um it opened up into a big hallway and then as we walked into the hallway we realized that, that this was the space it was a, it was a sanctuary and this is where the nuns would pray every day and a lot apparently because they're in a convent. So it was it was really, really interesting. But what that did for me as well, as well as my assistant who could feel it too, is it validated for us, oh, that's what that energy feels like. And it's the same energy I often feel in places of worship. So so you can use you can use that as a trigger sensing energy. But I think asking a question is probably the best. Okay, so that's number one. Have a trigger that your intuition can respond to. Number two, if you're going to ask a question, again, pick a question you can where you can validate the answer. A good intuition exercise is a technique to practice using your intuition that produces results that you can validate. That's the definition. What does that mean? A technique is a process with steps that you can do one at a time that is clear to you, and it's something you can do over and over again, those steps, that process over and over again. So here's an abbreviated, simple two-step technique that's part of my overall intuition on-demand technique, and it's one of the key steps, two steps. Number one, ask your intuition, not yourself but your intuition a question about something you can validate. So that's number one. The trigger is the question. And number two, then be open for the answer, whatever it might be that pops up, everything you see, feel, hear, think. And so those are the two steps. So let's let's try this. So you can ask your intuition a question and see what pops up. Uh, a good one might be, let's see, um, Where is the car in front of me going to drive next? Where are they going to turn off? That's a question. And see what pops up for you. It might be a feeling that they're going to disappear soon or maybe later. I use that all the time. Uh, The question that you ask your intuition is key here to make a good intuition exercise. Now, here's an example of a poor intuition question to ask. What do I need in my life right now? Now, that's or because you can't validate the answer. And here's another one. What is that stranger over there thinking of? So that that's not a really good question to ask your intuition, only because you can't validate the answer unless you go over and ask them, but that would be really odd right, if you went over. So, and, and actually these are questions that I have, found people wanting to ask. So they're not really good exercise questions. You're going to need to ask your intuition a question about something, again, you can validate the answer to. 
And so a good one might be asking your intuition to tell you what your husband bought for lunch today. Because later you can validate the answer by asking him. Unless, of course, you already know what he's going to buy, but uh, then that wouldn't be a good good question to ask. But let's just assume it's one that you you don't know the answer to. Okay, another good intuition exercise is to use your information. Now, this is, this is a fun one. This is good. Use your intuition to get information about a news headline. So, for example, there, you know, there are always news teasers on the television. Like if you watch the morning show, they want you to stay on to see the show you know, later on in the hour or maybe even in the evening. So, for example, you might hear, Three teenagers cause school cafeteria to close. News at 11. Well, and while you're waiting for that news uh, um, story to come up, you can ask your intuition about that news story before you see it. So, for example, you can ask, what were the gender of the three teens? Were they all boys? Were they all girls? Were there, how many girls and boys were there? there? Um, or what was it that they did? What did they do to cause that cafeteria to close. Um, you can ask where the school is located and so on. So these, these are good questions that you can ask. And then what you can do is watch the news story later to see if what you received was correct or not. Okay, so that's the second one. The second one was um, pick a question that you can validate the answer to. This is really important because a lot. This is one of the things that I find people make mistakes with. They ask something that can't be validated. All right, number three. The choose a question about something neutral and simple to ask your intuition about. When you exercise your intuition, use questions that are are like simple or not laden with like heavy emotional meaning. Hard life questions are not good exercises. They're not good intuition exercise questions. So, for example, a question such as, should I move to another city? Not a good intuition exercise question. Or, should I find another job? Not a good exercise question. Now, there are a couple reasons for this. The first one is, you can't validate the answer you receive. And secondly, the questions are really way too hard to practice with. You're just practicing, remember. You want to choose questions that are emotionally neutral and simple. And I gave you some examples earlier. So those are the three tips for doing having a good intuition exercise. You want to have a trigger that your intuition can respond to. Two, you want to pick question you can validate an answer for and number three make sure that question is neutral or simple and remember you want to ask your intuition you're not asking yourself you're asking your intuition as if it's not part of you as if it's a, 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 not you and, um, and that's important I actually explain why that is important uh, in my coursework and also in my book uh, my book that's coming right out it's out now, actually. You can buy it on Amazon called Intuition on Demand. And we talk a lot about, you know, intuition exercises. They're actually, oh, gosh, a bunch of exercises in there you can do alone. And then I've got a bunch of exercises in there you can do with someone else. 
So I would highly recommend you get it. And and also, if you do get the book, and I'm going to let this, you know, Amazon released it early, so it's actually shipping now, but um, I was going to do this as a pre-order. But what you can do is if you uh, buy it now before, oh, I think I may extend it to June 13th, um, and you send me your receipt, you can join an intuition exercise that I'm going to do next Tuesday evening. And we'll go through an intuition exercise uh, because that's the best way to develop your intuition and to do it with another person. Um, I'll be teaching it as an online intuition development group exercise. And we'll be doing one where you can help discover what your intuition messages mean. Because once you do the exercise and I work with you, I can help you figure out what you're receiving and, and what those messages are really meaning. Um, I found working with students that that's actually the most helpful to find out what's going on as they're receiving things. Because I sometimes intuitively I can tell what they're picking up and how it's connected to the information that they're supposed to receive. And other times I can help them interpret it and why they're getting certain information as a message. So I'll work with students to help them find out. Uh, and if you join us, you find out what your intuition is telling you as we do the exercise. And again, if you're doing exercises alone, sometimes it's hard for you to know how to interpret it, but I'll help you with that. Um, and I'll guide you through it. So this is going to be actually the fourth of the last free gifts of four free gifts that you get for those people who pre-ordered and now ordered my book, Intuition on Demand. If you do it now before June 13th, you can join us. And if you go to intuitionondemandbook.com, you can find out how. Um, It says on the button pre-order, but you can order it now. You can actually get the book. You can get a Kindle book. It's actually a great deal. It's $10. Um, And Send me the receipt, and you can join us next Tuesday night. There will also be a recording of it, and there are recordings of the first three online classes that we did. You'll get to see all those, and if you do it before June 13, 2017, you'll get all all four, uh, and then after that, it expires. So that's what you can do to – now you know how to bust the myths about intuition exercises and how to do a good one. Well, go over more of this in the online class and we'll actually get to do one. So I hope you join us. I'm Lisa Kay and you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, Conscious Living for Your Soul. I hope this was a good lesson for you today. Uh, If you want to find out more about me and the intuition uh, development courses I have, go to lmk88.com. You'll find out all about me, where I'm going to be. I'm actually traveling a lot uh, starting in the fall, and I'll be visiting Ohio. I'm going to be Columbus, uh, and I'll be in Cincinnati. I'll be in Massachusetts. I'm going to the Natural Living Expo in Massachusetts and the New Life Expo in New York City. And we just booked Los Angeles in February. So I am coming to a theater near you <laughs> or an expo near you and I hope I'll get to uh, meet up with all of you people so just check out my website you'll find out where I'm going to be lmk88.com I'm Lisa Kay and thank you for listening all of you out there angel blessings to everyone bye